want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
All right, go, go. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it. Okay. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I, I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. In five, four, three. Kicking off episode one twelve with Salako. Fix this. Oh yeah. Jason, Eric, Brian, Chris, Salako. What's happening? Good evening. Hello. Hello. How you doing, guys? How you doing? Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Drinking some fruit at Sours. This is like deja vu. <laughs> oh, it's almost like we've been here before. <laughs> I've been up in the Grimms a few times, hanging out. Our first question is... No, we have a listener question first. Oh. For the band. Whoa, it's whoa. It's very vague. It's Briefs. It says, what's your problem? That's what I was going to ask. That's a listener question. That's That's a a great question. Who's answering that one? Cottonwood. (laughs) (laughs) And cats. Cats and Cottonwood. (laughs) What's yours, crew? Popeyes. I was just going to say Popeyes. Popeyes. (laughs) Don't don't eat Popeyes. I love Popeyes. Um... My back and my, back. and my boss. <laughs> <laughs> back shelf going? Your long back? Well, yeah. I mean, not that it's long. It's just that it hurts when I move. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> my body, whenever I'm living. Don't yeah. do that. I'll second the back thing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <clears throat> what's your problem? <laughs> yeah, what's your problem? Who's asking? Huh? What's your problem? Yeah, what's your problem? To fucking Ronnie. Yeah. I care too much. <laughs> this is in Grim the to- Dystopian Magazine, pal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, can we ask where the name Salako came from? Yeah. We, uh, we're hanging on the porch at Edmund Street, and, uh, it wasn't 67, it was, uh, 61 where Lon lived. Uh, after I lived with Lon, uh, I think we called it the. Was it the Rock House? No, that was the. It wasn't the Metal House. No, it wasn't the Metal House. Uh. It was at the one that was a few doors down, and we were on the porch. Yeah, we remembered it better two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, well, that's, uh, 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 let's leave that open. And, uh, uh, but we. Uh, Going through a bunch of names. I think we actually wrote a bunch down on a pad or some shit like that. And uh, said a bunch of stuff. And, and there was a... Uh, uh, we said Salako because we loved aliens. And and uh, like, eh, it's okay. I still don't like it. I love that name. That's cool. Yeah, I'm glad someone it, does. It's grown on me. But it's... That's the thing is that yeah. it's kind of grown on me. But I still have that feeling that I always had. Like, it was never anything I was sold on. But, like, any band name isn't, like, you know, unless you're called, like, Emperor or something. That's cool. Looks good (laughs) on stickers. I mean, shit. I think we were a band for a while until we actually had a name. Yeah, yeah. We had, like, a a demo, and it was 
know. We just, yeah, I think we settled after yeah. the demo because that's like, when we uh, sent it to the Burke relapse Hackett goons. Golding or something. It was just our last yeah, the Burke Hackett Golding thing. <laughs> Project, or the, yeah. yeah. Toby had that CD. Toby Bailey had that CD, and that's how I first got a hold of it. And yeah. Yeah. I, I had it before it, you know, the Salaka was printed on it. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. So you guys were signed with Relapse for your first demo before you even had a name? Uh, let's not say signed. They, they were interested. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They, they, they put, put out, out the first demo. Yeah, we put out the demo, and uh, and it sounded pretty slick. Doug did a great job recording it, and um, they were like, we want to put it out as a EP. And uh, we couldn't have been more stoked because we kind of, the Relapse family at that time was absolutely brutal. There Fuck was a lot yeah. of killer bands on it, and yep. we yeah. wanted to be a part of it. And uh, it was very short-lived. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very cool that they put it out. So at least it got into some people's ears. And, and uh, uh, the times that I've played with, uh, brutal truth and nuclear assault people have come up to me that have been to those shows and been like have brought up Salako to me and that they would have it's not a ton of people but a few people that would be out of nowhere in some other country or whatever dude i got that first Salako ep and i'd be like get the fuck out of here man <laughs> like fuck what just happened to us you know like that's yeah. that's my shit yeah. you know so yeah it's cool. it's yeah so it's uh definitely very much appreciated were all of your recordings done at Watchmen? Yeah. Tearing was No. It? Oh, no, that's right. Tearing, Tearing Through yeah. the Roots, Lon recorded. The only one. Yeah. Really? We yeah, in his house. Yeah, on Edmund Street. Where we, yeah, where we figured out the name. Yeah. <laughs> he had, uh, um, uh, he invested some money into some gear, and uh, uh, it took him a little bit of time to do it, but it, came out fucking awesome yeah i love the sound and of that yeah, yeah the sound on that record's great and Chris's uh drums sound great yeah mm -hmm. yeah i love how my drums sound yeah he really dialed it in chris yeah. did the drum tracks in the living room it was yeah. fucking cool and it was you know it was a, really cool an old city house with high ceilings and it yeah just had really good acoustics so yeah it was awesome it, it worked out and it was like so chill i mean I, I love Watchmen and all, but I still get nervous. You know, I get in that, that room and the doors close and I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Intimidated. Yeah. 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 Rolling. So this was like, you know. <laughs> I'm in the living room and there's a couch, you know, and everyone knows... <laughs> yeah, everyone knows Crip and his couch. <laughs> so I'm like, the couch isn't far. I'm safe. <laughs> and you got Black Unicorn from that session. <laughs> yeah. it, very yeah. true. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Black Unicorn. That was sick. <laughs> so I think we've kind of talked about um the meat hook seed thing in the past yeah yeah that's right um, oh that album's so great yeah embedded um, and so i know that was an influence oh very much um i know human remains has been in the past yep. among many other bands is there any others that stand out as like being major influences for Salako? like maybe in the beginning and now probably more so in the beginning right yeah, I mean the two bands that came together to do Meat Hook Seed, Obituary and Napalm Death. Mm. Those are two giant influences, mm -hmm. uh, and Morbid Angel, especially Trey, is a big influence of mine. Um, and then we ripped off Human Remains a bunch, but not 
so much. An just, homage. Yeah, just little bits. And not as, you know, yeah, it's more complimentary than than robbing, I think. But uh, uh, I don't know. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know where you get your slipperiness from. You know, I, <laughs> when I, I think like you're kind of unique when I think of anybody else. It's like you've got this like, yeah, learn, learning, learning how to play a song from Eric is it's nearly awesome. impossible because all you see is a hand going up and down the neck, <laughs> and he's doing you know a hundred yeah. things there. But it's like he's it's just this natural I, feeling. I think so I'd like more. It's bands just open notes. If I yeah. heard more of that, Slacko, Slacko is very much just it's Eric, yeah, his style, yeah, and um, it's just know, a lot of open I, notes. I don't hear. I mean, we throw some obituary yeah. riffs and stuff in there. I mean, yeah. as far as like chords yeah. and stuff goes, obituary style chords and stuff. Yeah, but. You, you definitely know when it's an obituary riff. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, that you can hear right away. Like, oh, that's Eric's obituary riff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta. You I heard pay you, homage. I heard you guys tuned to drop X. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> X for extreme. Yeah. <laughs> now we're straight well, to now that you ask, yes. When Chris said it like that. Do you guys have any influences that would surprise people? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a Fiona uh, Apple riff. A little piano bit on one of her songs that I've been wanting to use for a Slacko song for a while, and uh, you know Eric finds stuff in hip hop songs that he wants to yeah. you know grab from, and um, for sure there's a bunch of stuff that I think everybody in this band listens to some stuff that you wouldn't believe we listen to. Yeah. So, um, the riffs come from you know I, I mean it's literally just like you'd be listening to radio like man that that riff would sound that would that part would sound cool if it was just a a Chunk. sick metal riff yep. right there chunked up and uh we throw those things in all the time and then we'll do them backwards just to mix it up you yeah. know yeah, <laughs> yeah and like awesome. when eric shows me a riff what comes to my mind is like never a straightforward like metal drum beat you Which know it's like awesome i'm always I think I'm more influenced by the stuff that's um, a little bit out there. Some of the metal bands, like you know, like playing Enemy, or you know, we're just talking oh, about yeah. that guy and stuff like that. Some of that stuff where you know it's not necessarily the Great Falls shit brutal. is great. That's metal. Yeah. yeah, all the Great Falls stuff. But I try to do what. Um, I mean, not on purpose. I don't really think about like, okay, I'm going to do this weird or whatever. It just comes naturally of what I want to do is not necessarily a straight, brutal 4-4 four, four beat or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's always something I don't hear, too. Yeah, yeah. Because I'll demo the song and be like, oh, this is kind of like a loose thing of what I hear or whatever. And then Chris will hear something different. I'll be like, dude, I had no idea that that could happen. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. it's pretty awesome. I mean, there's riffs that we'll have that and be like, oh, this... I think this should be a blast beat, you know, and then he'll spice it up with with a blast beat and make it his own, and then it'll be into something else that maybe I play, and uh, uh, I uh, I got sidetracked because Todd Dantico is calling me right now. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> dude, 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 what's going on, dude? But yeah, like Eric will um, he'll demo some of these you know riffs and ideas and stuff that he has for songs and they'll have his drumming in there and i won't even begin to 
think about vocal placement yeah. until Good idea. Chris starts doing it. Because yeah. I play off of Chris. I write my vocal parts off of Chris. And um, it's totally different than, than most of what Eric puts <clears throat> as far as a, a drum part goes on his demos. So. Yeah, there'll be parts like, like, oh, that's cool. I didn't really think of that. I'm going to do that. So I'll be, you know, taking what he played, what Eric played on for drums, and I'll use parts in here. But a lot of times, I, like what the beginning of the riff is to me is not what it actually is. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm, I'm going, I don't know. And then my songs, there's, I don't know anything about drums, period. So <laughs> my demos are just guitar. <laughs> so Chris has carte blanche on those yeah. things. And then I'll play it. Oh, yeah. Jay starts getting, you know, getting the vocals down, and then I completely fuck him up. By, you know, <laughs> yeah, if I'll Chris does one or, thing different, yeah. fucks me all up. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> I, didn't like, I didn't like what I was doing last <laughs> week, so. Yeah, yeah, I, I pay most attention to Chris as far as what I do in the band, um, which probably doesn't, I don't know if that's a normal thing for a vocalist, but in this particular band, it, it works for me, and uh the way I hear the songs is just through how Chris kind of puts them together. So, so since you have the floor, oh no, <laughs> tell us how you came to be in Salako. So, um, again, <laughs> you haven't heard this yet. Um, so, I had gotten an email from Brian. I was working my 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 corporate khakis job, and I'm sitting there at my stand up desk and. You know, I got my, my Sulaco pint glass in front of me with my, my lemon water, and I'm crushing <laughs> crushing the prize in my headphones because it had just come out around that time, and it was just nonstop. Great album, one of their best, in my opinion. And um, Brian sends me this email, and it's like, hey, would you be interested in singing aggressive vocals in a band? And I knew that a couple of other bands were looking for vocalists. And I, so vague. Yeah. Oh, it was super vague. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, my God. And so I knew that there were other bands looking for vocalists that I knew I didn't want to be in. And I didn't want to shoot myself in the foot by saying no right off the bat because I thought that's what he was asking me about. Because, um, you know, it's a very incestuous scene here. Everybody knows each other. And uh, so I was just, well, you know, if the band doesn't suck like the people don't suck and, and the music isn't like disturbed or something like that yeah you know i'd be into it radio fucking silence from brian and i turned to my buddy who knew i was a huge Salako fan i'd always be like hey you gotta listen to this it's the road it's the best part here listen to where chris starts doing this like little snare beat and um <laughs> and he's like what what would you do if it was Salako? i'm like well that's fucking impossible and it's ridiculous to even consider that but yeah no it, it would be wild and you know but I'm not even going to entertain that notion because it's, it's not in reality. And uh, so I went back and I emailed Brian. I was like, you know, it's a couple hours later. You, you're going to answer me? You know how to leave a guy hanging. And I actually have all these emails still. I kept them because, you know, it's a, it's a I did this big, on purpose, yeah. by the way. And he did. It's so mean. And I, I kept all these emails because, you know, it's important to me. It's, I'm a big nerd about this. And, uh, and so, you know these emails are legit. I, I wrote them back and uh, things just, well, Eric's been talking about it and your name came up and I just like, my heart's just <laughs> going a mile. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. I have, I have cancer. I have, I have a brain aneurysm that's about to happen and, and two has called them up and it's a make a wish foundation thing. And I'm going to die soon. And it's okay. I'll just, I'll just entertain this for a little bit. And uh, yeah, he said, uh, Hey, you know, swing by and, 
here's a list of songs we're doing and you got two weeks or so to to get it together and then brian and and uh eric would know more about kind of the thought process behind me well i was in you know my old band bml jay was our go-to guy for anything extra pretty much if it was any kind of percussion sampling keyboards vocals guitar whatever jay does jay yeah jay can (laughs) pretty much do anything so in bml jay was our go-to guy for that kind of thing and we did a show once where we had a bunch of singers actually because bml was an instrumental band uh, we had a bunch of singers actually come up with lyrics to some of our songs, and Jay did a couple of them. Eric saw that, and uh, that always stuck in Eric's stuck. mind. Yeah. And er- Eric's been for years now. I remember the first time I joined Slaco. Yeah, early on. <laughs> Shit, I know. It's like that he, Eric didn't want to sing anymore. You know, <laughs> it was like ten fucking years I, yeah, ago. Yeah, it's, it's been a decade. So been playing with Lon about done. it for ten years. You so know, a few people, that long, but. few people have tried, and it just wasn't the quite right yeah. fit. And Jay came down, and he had like six or seven songs down, and literally there was maybe two mistakes in either one. Had the timing down, had the 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 voicing down. The, I mean, it was just. And he sounded a lot like Eric. And he sounded a lot like yeah. Eric. And I was like, wow. That first night I went home, I had a raging boner. I was like, <laughs> Me too. I was like, I am gay for Jay. I was like, I got no problem with that. It was it was such a relief. And then we waited two or three weeks to tell Lon. Oh, to tell Lon, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like that's the thing. Like you, you can't imagine kind of that that feeling. It was hilarious. Of of just having a the opportunity to even be thought of. And uh, and then to actually you know get the chance to play with really one of my favorite bands. I mean, it's not bullshit. I'm not you know fucking around or you know just because I'm in the band. This is a great band, and we all know that. And I've been a fan since the Hackett Golding Burke project. And to to be involved in it is just wild, and still not uh, not totally sunk in yet. But uh, yeah, no that that was a fun first practice. And and to Chris's point. Probably from listening to these guys for so long, <clears throat> you know, my vocals kind of pick up on on that kind of sound, I guess. But it's not intentional. I'm not trying to sound like Eric. It just, that's how my vocals go out. But there are things that I do purposefully try to emulate out of Eric's previous vocal parts because they make the song. This part in uh, Disguise where it goes, my way is all day. Like, that makes the song. If you take that out, the song is still killer. But it doesn't have that same kind of hit during that one part. And uh, in Approach, he does this thing. um, He carries this one scream into like this weird guttural cry. And I love crying. (laughs) And we were were practicing it. And that was important to me to get that. And I got it. And I'm going, you know, taking the, the trail vocal down. And I just look up. And Eric's smiling, and I smile back at him. It's like this big, you know, fucking like, oh, my God, yeah, no, it's working. Yeah, see, and gay, to, gay for Jay. <laughs> the thing to, is, is that Jay does not sound like Eric when Eric is singing with him. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's completely like, different. It's so completely it's weird. different yeah. tone, but yeah. without Eric present, it, it's very It fits weird. right. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, is that Eric singing? No, it's Jay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that always stuck out, man. That last time when Brian said at that BML show, I was like, fuck, man, his tone is perfect. Jay should sing in the band. What a and I just never said anything, and it always stuck there. And uh, I don't know, maybe just, maybe it wasn't as uncomfortable for me at the time or something, you know, and, and we didn't pursue it right then, you know, or, or, or whatever the case was, but it always stuck there. And then, 
uh, it just finally came to a head where it's like, yo, B, what's up with that dude, Jay? <laughs> you know, it's like, let's see if we can. You mean that neurotic dude who doesn't eat anything? Right. <laughs> the guy who gets his hamburgers plain. And, and so like, Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And so that's the thing is um, that BML show was 2014. And after that, I was just like, you know what? I'm probably never going to sing in a band again. I'm probably never going to, you know, front a band again, rather. And, uh, you know, I want to have one last hurrah and, and play on stage. And I had actually toyed with the notion uh, a few years ago um, prior to joining Salak. I'm just like, maybe I'll pay Brian 150 bucks. Pay Chris Golding 150 bucks. They can learn a couple of my songs. And I'll just, like, play this, this little four-song set. And maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe that'll be my, my, okay, I'm done playing music forever kind of thing. And, you know, obviously <laughs> I never... And here we are. Offered you guys 150 <laughs> yeah. bucks because... I'm I'd, cheap, but. I'd be like, Jay, I'm camping. <laughs> but like that was always the I thing. believe it. Just like, if, if I'm ever going to play again, it's going to be with Salako. But that's never going to happen, so I guess I'm never going to play again. <laughs> what did you start with, Jay, Like when you first started? I actually wanted to be a bass player. Bass player? Yep. And uh, so now now here comes, you know, where, where all of my... What could have been coolness is just out the window. So I was um, <laughs> in high school, and I was always into like kind of like the hair metal and and you know Guns and Roses, Poison, Motley Crue kind of shit. And then as I got you know older, I would discover more Metallica and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I didn't have any friends who were into metal, so I was always like just kind of finding it on my own. Mm -hmm. And Marilyn Manson came out with their Portrait album, and I was just like, that's some good shit. I want to start a band. And so I was uh, <laughs> trying to put a band together to kind of be... I still like that album. I it's a great awesome. album. It really is. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was putting a band together uh, based on that, not to sound like Marilyn Manson, but just because that inspired me to like, I want to be in a fucking band. And uh, so I wanted to play bass because I was like, well, that sounds you know kind of easy enough to, to pull off because I already knew how to play guitar a little bit. And uh, the vocalist that we got for this band was very much more in the vein of Robert Smith Cure, and I wanted, like, fucking heavy, mm -hmm. grinding death kind of stuff, and so he couldn't pull it off, and I was like, well, listen, you play bass, and maybe I'll try to sing, and I just went home, and it was right there. I didn't really practice that long at all. Um, probably two or three screams, and I found it, and, uh, mm. yeah. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Learning moment. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so how did Jay and Brian, how did you two meet originally? Well, Jay, Jay and Toby, the bass player in BML, were friends. So okay. my wife, her sister, Tiet, went to high school with Toby, and they were best friends. And my wife and I were best friends, and then we started you know, dating and everything like that. And so I got introduced to Toby through my wife, too through her sister Tia and then Toby and Brian got BML together and yeah so two every now and then like, aren't you glad that you're with me <laughs> yes my darling for so many reasons <laughs> so obviously the answer would be no today I believe to this question but if you guys didn't have family or obligations at home if you're like in your 20s say and Salako was what it is now, would you guys tour full-time if you were offered that? In my 20s, probably. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough because 
the few times that I've been on tour for a long time, uh, uh, I didn't want to be there. <laughs> like I was like, uh, I get homesick quick. Yeah. I love being around my friends. Yeah. I kind of, I love routine. Um, but I love being out of town and playing. So it's kind of a, it's a very weird line. Cause like as soon, you know, it's as soon as you're leaving to leave for tour, it's fucking awesome that all you got to know you got to do for the next week, three weeks, whatever is fucking have fun and make sure your shit's in tune. Uh, it's pretty fucking special. It's like a special moment. Yeah. And then it's great all the way through. But the thing is with playing and touring, it's, you know, it's all downtime, you know, which is what everyone hears about, you know, so it, it can be, it can be, there's a lot of wasted time, you know, unless you're, unless you're fucking good at it and you can figure out how to capitalize on all that free time. But it's, it's, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think my buzz is kicking in. I forgot <laughs> what we were talking about. Well, I need a shower. I I can't be anywhere and not oh, have yeah. a shower. So yeah. wherever, if we ever did a week tour or something like that, we would have to stay in places with good showers. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we can't stay on floors anymore, man. My back oh, sucks. Yeah, Brian' oh back God. sucks. Yeah. yeah, no, we need to. We yeah, need hotels. I am <laughs> not fucking rock and roll at all. We did an yeah. Airbnb when we were recording. <laughs> oh, this is privilege. great. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right. I'm psyching myself up, which is in itself super fucking lame because it's just like yeah, a like two night stay. A week before, he's like, "What kind of snacks do you guys like? I'm gonna get some <laughs> snacks." Like it was like we're I gonna go to we're snacks. gonna do a sleepover a next cheese week. Cheese balls, yeah. pretzels with fucking. You was so fired up. Peanut butter in them. Yeah, I had a great <laughs> snack list. I got my sleeping bag. I'm totally gonna spend the night. Yeah, I'm gonna both nights. I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm spend not the gonna night. call mom. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not call mom. <laughs> yeah, and we get there and like the floors were uneven. It's it's rock and roll. It was like man. a fun house yeah. at Seabreeze or something. Yeah, All the floors were uneven. Like you go like the door would go to open and it would stop halfway because the floor was like this so we get stuck on it and shit it was fucking but weird it was still nicer than anywhere else we've ever stayed <laughs> can't complain i'm just saying and it was cold because it was in february and i'm sleeping on the floor and he I'm, was sleeping I'm that's right he was on the floor but the shower didn't have great pressure so i was just like fuck this I'm done. I'm, I packed up my stuff in the morning. Like, I'll meet you guys back at the studio tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, like, we were upstairs, and we came down a, a little bit later. I don't know. It wasn't that late, but we still no. had to get to the studio and stuff. Come down, and, like, Jay's just sitting on the couch, and it's like... <laughs> uh, I'm just, just not sitting there. Person. I don't even think he's watching TV or anything. No, I wasn't. I was just sitting there. And he he's breathing air. He goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm going to go home Yeah. after we were done recording. Yeah. Okay. And and for the people who know me really well, this is no surprise. It's like, oh, yeah, no. Jay's fucking the most awful person to do anything with. He's just not fun. Oh, my God. It was still fun. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you guys mentioned the privilege. We got our album. Mm-hmm. Fucking dope. Sick. Thank you. So dope. Thank you. Who did the artwork? Oh, our master, Jason. Jason Shomrick. Mm. Yeah, not. Mr. Yawn like, Factory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. He's done all our artwork for the last, last three. Yeah, right. Albums. And I think right. this artwork is really, really good on this one. Oh, it's it fucking, is, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It it's just awesome. Fits yeah. so well with with he's the, the sound best. of the album. Yeah, he's the best. Mm-hmm. 
Did did he just draw it or up or did you guys have like a concept that you pitched to him? Or? No, yeah. no concept. I think we just hit him up for and see what he's up to mm-hmm. because yeah. Jay's not Jay's not the kind of guy that I would want to hit him up and give him an idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's already got fourteen things firing, and everything we've ever seen is awesome and uh i think i just might have asked him uh, yeah because i think he sent the art he sent some pictures didn't i send it to you guys i was looking for a new something new for the drum heads that's what it was something that's what it was yeah because i've been i've been rocking the same his same artwork for a while which wasn't on any of the albums the last one we had it was something that i think he came up with when I told him I want something on the kick drums, yeah, the the two aliens that are you know oh the two guys with no faces, guy, yeah, like, and the other guy, the two aliens on one drum head and that's the, so the great scared guy with his hands up on the other Jay and his faces they're the, yeah oh they're, the, they're, they're, they're so the best. good and then he sent me a whole bunch of stuff and I was like oh my god this one right here with a baby okay that's it yep yeah and I was you know showing you and you're like well that should be the album yeah and so. Yeah, it was, yeah. Lon put perfect. the background in yeah. the the background that's kind of all the lines yeah, in the back, I love and that then too. Um, digital rain. Yeah, digital <laughs> rain, and and yeah, it's Jay's the best. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Very cool. We're gonna be bugging him again. Who? <laughs> where did the artwork for the Soylent Green split come from? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Prop those guys because they have a lot of crazy artwork. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was that was something that we didn't have anything to do with. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I think that was yeah. It was either the label or Soylent. Yeah, which their their side was probably not the same artist. I'm thinking, but it was still the colorful kind of. It was yeah. Looked in the same vein, kind of. Yeah, it was very unique. It's cool. Yeah, but it was awesome. Pick it up and you're like, oh, this might be cool. Yeah, and probably. The, they don't it doesn't sound like anything you'd probably think it was you know yeah what the fuck's this shit <laughs> <laughs> i thought this was gonna be an indie band take the needle <laughs> <laughs> so eric i know from talking to you in the past that you are a fan of logos <laughs> what? um do you have an opinion on a the uh, Salako logo style, like I, I like the latest one. I, I think it's cool. Which was on the Silent Green split, right? Yeah, yeah. Are that's you, that's you the one. That one. Yeah, we've had that one. We've had that one for a while. Mm-hmm. We haven't always like used it on every record. Yeah, because it's not on Build and Burn. It's yeah. and it was Colin Birch, right? Yeah, Colin, Colin Birch did that one, and that was actually that was, you're right. Might have been the first one we ever had because we didn't have a I'm logo. Pretty sure we par- barely had a name. And I mean, 2003, I was working at the print shop, and I printed the the no, actually no, I printed the Slacko logo with the lines through it. Yeah, yes, like oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's old, but this one's a really great logo. I, I like this one a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's sharpened yeah. up a little bit. It's simple, that. but it's yeah. it's it's better. Yeah. yeah. And Lon dirtied it up for this release. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it looks good. Lon and I going back and forth because I'm like, it's too dirty. Yeah. <laughs> it's and too dirty. Yeah, Get dirty. making it dirtier. <laughs> so I know we asked you guys this before at some point, but do you have a bucket list festival? Shit. I mean, I played it already. I mean, Maryland Death Fest. 
like that's the whole thing in there. When when I first joined, like, well, okay, yeah, so now uh, we're gonna be playing Maryland Death Fest in uh, May of next year, and just the fuck, I get to play <laughs> Maryland Death Fest with yeah. Sirocco? Like, yeah, that was a trip. Um, but obviously, if if I can ever get on, that was plane, a lot of fun. You know, <laughs> one of those festivals in Europe would be fun. Or Eric played a, a cool Mexican fest, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that seems like a fucking blast yeah. too. Yeah, uh, I mean that was uh, in November before the AIDS hit, but uh, <laughs> world AIDS. But it was yeah, that was uh, yeah. Nuclear assault is. I've been fortunate to travel and play some special festivals yeah. with them, and every time I'm there doing any anything with Nuke, I'm always wishing that it's Salako. Uh, um. Uh. And the fact that Virgil uh, put out the Privilege record, our new friend from France, mm-hmm. um, and we've been in talks about going over there. That has been the goal for the band ever since I went over with Nuke in 2003. So, like, uh, hopefully that's on next year's horizon, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Virgil's the guy who put this uh, this record out, actually. Him and uh, Aaron from Nerve Alter. Got yep. got all the the stuff out to to the people and the tapes. If you haven't had the tape, it's a great tape. <laughs> yeah, there's a I, tape. You don't have to listen yeah, to it. Awesome. But the fucking tape is awesome. You <laughs> the booklet, you open it up. It's great. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah, I haven't seen a cassette Virgin forever. Tentacles Industries. Tentacles Industries. And Aaron Nerve Alter. Whoop, whoop. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We love you. So Chris, I know from talking to you last time you were here for. A different reason, but the same reason. Um, <laughs> I love that reason. <laughs> I should probably stop saying that stuff. Um, yeah, whatever. You mentioned that you hadn't ever been on a plane. Yeah. Which you haven't? No. I never. commend you. That's pretty awesome because I hate flying personally. Yeah. But um, what if you guys had a chance to play overseas? Well, I haven't told these guys yet, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even tell me Marlon's got to learn the set again. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, that was crazy. Marlon, what are you doing, Marlon? <laughs> that was freaky. Yeah. There, yeah, there was there was a, a tour that I couldn't do, and we were going to have um, somebody come in and learn the songs. And Marlon did a great job. but I don't think it, it never happened, right? You no, it away. didn't. It, it didn't happen. But yeah. what was weird is that Marlon lived in california yeah and was a big fan of the ep and uh but he he came and played and like played pretty much chris beats that's awesome really really good it, it was wasn't wild. it, was it wasn't spot watching. on but it was really close yeah. and it was we got done and it was it was start stop bam and we're like <laughs> what yeah. the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> this dude did his fucking homework, you know? And, yeah. Because our earlier stuff was just chock full of riffs, and it was a lot of changes, and it was much yeah. more noodly, and, you know, we were a little more adventurous. And, yeah. Um, uh, was, um, yeah, uh, that was impressive. Yeah, I was just blown away. But, but yeah, I the, the only reason I haven't been on the plane is because I haven't had to, mm. so... I mean, it does freak me out a little. So you don't know how awful it is. Yeah, I don't. And, and everybody <laughs> fucking complains about cake. it. I'm like, take a half of Xanax and you're why, good. <laughs> why do people complain about flying so much? I mean, you, you're 
you're going from you could go to the other part of the world yeah. and like oh it's amazing but it's not fast enough or i had to wait here i like waiting i'm i'm good with just waiting <laughs> doing nothing <laughs> so i think i would be great with then like you would love layovers. yeah i'd love it probably what are, so i think there's a difference between waiting on your own terms and being told you have to wait yeah. <laughs> that's right? true yeah. too yeah very much so you have to sleep in this airport tonight yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. don't but go I, through chicago but, I can, but sir i have or my newark. cpap machine oh. <laughs> <laughs> where, where can i plug <laughs> where can i plug my cpap in sir <laughs> <laughs> Why is everyone looking at me? <laughs> and I've flown a whole bunch and I can't get on a plane. But that's where the whole thing with like, okay, yeah, we've been invited to play, I don't know, yeah, fucking Hellfest or, or Walk and whatever's over there. Um, it would be nearly impossible for me to say, no, I can't do it. And I don't know how I would do it, but. What, you can't get on a plane? Can't. Why? I just lose my shit now. Oh, I've been really? to Australia, been to Czech Republic, flew a whole bunch of times. Uh, work asked me to go on a work trip, and I got on the plane, and the uh, flight attendant's doing the, you know, the fucking thing up front where they're giving you instructions, and I'm waving my arms. <laughs> and she's like, sir, one moment, please, when I'm done. I'm like, Come here. You got you to gotta get over here. And so she finished. She's like, yes, sir. I said, I need to get the fuck off this plane right now. She's like, why? What's going on? I'm like, I can't be here anymore. I have to get off. Oh, man. And they had Did to, they let you off? Yeah, they, they backed the plane right back oh up. Oh, my God. Let me off on the tarmac. I said, if this plane goes up with me on it, I said, it's just no one's going to have fun. <laughs> I said, so I got I to gotta get off this plane. I don't know what it is. Something just happened? Yeah, something just happened, and I can't, I can't do it anymore. Wow. But I'm trying because my wife wants to go to certain places um, that are fun. And if we ever get the well, opportunity to play out, if she wants to go somewhere fun, why is she bringing you? No shit. That's right. I was like, it's more fun without me. But uh, if kidding. we ever get these options to play places, I it would, I would be mortified if I would say no to something like that. Mm. I don't know how. I what do if it, but we sedated you? I took six Valium on the way to Australia. Really? And it did nothing. Oh my God. <laughs> I knew I was in that airplane, and I was fucking miserable. I was gnawing on a roll and there were crumbs just falling down my shirt. And then I'm on a plane with a bunch of Vietnamese people. I decided the best movie to watch was Platoon. <laughs> They're all looking over my shoulder just like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll watch Silence of the Lambs instead. Sorry about that. That Australian flight Dude, is fucking ridiculous, it's man. It's so fucking long. Yeah, fuck that. I mean, I love Australia, but oof, it's yeah. so brutal. You cross the fucking timeline. You yeah. don't even know where the fuck you are. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know when you are. So, Brian, you mentioned Fiona Apple as being an influence. You, you mentioned... Is it one of her actual pieces that you were going to use or inspired by that? Before you go in there. I got I to gotta find it again. <laughs> um, it's off of one of her first two records, but... Uh, I was listening to it a couple of years ago. And I'm like, that's the riff. That's the riff I have to. Like and note I, for it, note. Um, sort of, but probably down tuned and mm -hmm. more uh, <laughs> chordy. But uh, yeah, I got, I got a, I can't remember what song or what which exact riff it is. But I'm someday I'm just gonna listen to those two records again and, and find it. And those are both great. Records. We better call the Slaco lawyer. <laughs> yeah, um, get him ready for that. Was that on title? What's that? Was it on title or? Um, it was either on title or when the pawn. One so, of the two. So, if I could offer 
suggestion. Yeah. Don't like the other story you guys told us. Don't don't call the management and yeah. and say, "Can we use?" Oh this? no, it won't. It won't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, exactly. I agree. No, it, it, again, it wouldn't be an exact ripoff. It would yeah. just be like a. Um, First of all, no one would know. A lick. Yeah. It goes, it's like a little quick, <laughs> little quick 10 second little piano interlude dude, thing. That sounds nothing did. like do, 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 do. It's totally different. Remember that behind the music? What a dick. Mine goes do, 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 do. Oh, that's right. Let's have a listen to one of those Edmund Street Sulaco recordings. What are we going to hear? Summon the hammer.
Chris. Was <laughs> sorry. Smoking a bong. Kinda. Was there was there a drummer that inspired you to start playing? Yes, um, that would be Phil Collins. Mm. And it was um, I have uh, two older brothers, and there was Genesis playing mm-hmm. around the clock. And you know my earliest memories are me listening to the albums with headphones and looking at the you know big gatefold records and reading the lyrics and stuff and um i remember my mom i broke all her tupperware (laughs) (laughs) i would just sit on the kitchen floor and bang it with sticks you know and i was they sounded great and then i picked them up and they're like cracked on the bottom i can't believe she wasn't pissed (laughs) she was great (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that that kind that got me started Mm. especially like it was you know I don't know, early 80s, you know, I heard all the Peter Gabriel stuff from my brothers, but then I think the early 80s Genesis stuff was all, like, big, simple drums, you know, I, yeah. I think of, like, Mama or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, it's just big, tribal-sounding drums, and I think that's probably what really did it, where mm-hmm. I was like, I want to beat things with sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, from there, it was, like... um my brother Scott, he had Live After Death, um, the Iron Maiden album. And I remember hearing that for the first time and yeah. just being blown away. So Fucking it was, greatest. you know, Nico and and then, you Phil know. Phil Collins. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, well. One Phil Collins, Iron Maiden album. <laughs> yeah. Run to the Hills by Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. Yeah. And then it was, yeah, then it was metal from mm. that point on. And, you know, the usuals, Lars. and Who, who would you say was like the first metal drummer that really grabbed you um i guess um i mean it was probably nico hearing those iron maiden mm-hmm. albums but then you start i started hearing some of the extreme metal stuff and you know it was um yeah i mean as soon as i heard human remains basically it, that was mind-blowing that changed my life hearing yeah. dave dave mm-hmm. witty blast oh, yeah. and it's like that's the best thing I've ever heard. You know, it's like the, I heard carcass and, and blast here and blast there and, and, you know, napalm. And, but then I hear Dave Woody blast and I'm like, it's, it's like a, is whole, a different told. It's, yeah. It's totally different, different take on I don't everything. Know why, yeah. but, you know, and that, that just sealed it there. And, and by that time I was, you know, we were going to see like lethargy and mm-hmm. stuff. And then I was watching Braun play like, Oh my God. You know, I, I still can't believe that I got to, see braun you know so many times locally you know and he's i mean there's nobody better than braun really if you think about it you know the shit he used to play the, yeah back yeah. then was so insane and he would it was so on yeah. it was uh, yeah it was nutty i yeah. mean anytime i ever listened to our band i would just listen to him yeah because it was just always so precise and yeah precise and tasty like every fill was yeah. so tasty and every rudiment on the snare is so tasty oh it was ridiculous he's doing a thousand things at once but it's not you just you just smile it's fluid it. yeah. yeah it's just great it makes you happy yeah, yeah. <laughs> how's your new pedal going oh i love those pedals <laughs> i do feel bad because i i i was playing cam oh, this, these camco pedals r.i.p right, yeah like the 80s i think with there's these things are probably super old 
Yeah. Don't ever and, get rid of them. No, definitely not. I love them still, but they were just getting worn out. You know, it was like I was I'd be playing and we, we were recording like up at the jam room and it's all the hits. You know, the third one all of a sudden is just weak little. <laughs> I'm like, is it me? Like, I'm thinking I'm, I'm freaking out like I'm not playing right anymore. And then I'm like, maybe it's the pedals. And they then, are very slow. Yeah, they're not they're slow and like I, extra. Yeah. And I think they need like a really lightweight beater. And I'm not about lightweight. I want, I gotta, you know, people need to hear me over these guys. And I, I like playing loud and I want to really put my foot into it, you know. So I bought these pearls. Um, they were uh, the Demonator, I think. Demonator? Isn't that what it's called? I they hope got so. a really cool name. <laughs> I don't, I don't think you told that me that, cool but name. that's pretty cool. They're orange. But I haven't had a pedal from this millennia ever. So <laughs> and yeah, that's all pedals. drummers these days do is is kind yeah. of brag and talk about, oh, I got my fucking new yeah. double pedal. It costs $1,400, <laughs> and it's made of fucking airplane steel yeah, exactly. and fucking whatever, you know. And it's, you know, and these were like the cheapest. Chris is using cam codes from the fucking eight, you know, 1920s, <laughs> yeah. and he's still yeah. making them sound good. And it's like, well, I guess I'll upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I played those, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, this is amazing. Like, I'm they, they're really fluid, and, and my hits are exactly the same. And I'm like, okay, it's not me. I'm glad I'm not freaking out. So, Well, don't but. forget about leg day. you yeah. got to keep those calf muscles. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Chris every, got brutal calves. Every day's, every day's leg day when you're walking around with this kind of weight. <laughs> <Pay it> out. <laughs> it's so much fun to watch Chris play the double bass parts at practice. Like I just sit there, and it's kind of creepy because I'll just be looking essentially at his junk. The entire time, just like, look at those hot thighs just moving. Do it, Chris, faster. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. <laughs> we all are pining. You think I'm sweating because I'm, you know, working hard? It's because I'm nervous. Jay's staring at me. <laughs> Don't fuck staring. this up, Chris. <laughs> so, Jason, I think we know what everyone else does during the day, but I'm not sure what you do. What I do during the day? Yeah. Um, I work a corporate job for a GMO company. <laughs> um, I'm very good at my job, I think. Um, my my biggest customer is... <laughs> so I sell them stuff that makes their chickens bigger, stronger, faster, quicker, mm. so that you can eat them as fast <laughs> as you can. <laughs> but no, I got great bosses and, and, and great coworkers. If it made your dong bigger, that would be fun to sell it. <laughs> That's you know? true, too, yeah. You got to eat this chicken. You know what? <laughs> what we're putting in this chicken? It's like Viagra. Rock hard yeah. hours. <laughs> <laughs> be cool. Now, do you have a Slaco day at work? So, yes. So, when we were in the office before the, the World AIDS, um, every Friday was Slaco shirt Friday. And I brought all the people... In my office, Salako shirts, paid for them, you know, out of my own pocket because I want to make sure that they, you know, don't have to spend money on a shirt. We that don't, don't charge for merch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and there are pictures of us on my, on my Facebook and whatnot. Um, it was and, pretty awesome. Yeah. And every Friday, Salako Friday, the management was wearing it. Yeah. Like my, my big, big boss, like very, like she is a very professional woman. And she is in charge of a lot of shit, and she's wearing a Salako shirt, and she's just like, "Yeah, let's do it, horns up!" Nice. <laughs> and it was fucking awesome. And so I, I so like great. that they they support, you know, my 
you know, my love of, of the band as well. And got got a few people uh, to shows, and, and I know that at least half of them have bought the, uh, the album, you know, when it was on Bandcamp and iTunes and stuff like that. So, yeah, no. That's awesome. Very supportive. Yeah. Yeah. You guys hiring? <laughs> As a matter of fact. <laughs> so, Brian... If you're yes. when you were eighteen, if you were offered the chance to be in any band of your choice, what would that have been? Iron Maiden. Nice. Great question. Without a doubt, it's a good answer. I mean, it got eighteen. It was all Iron Maiden in my life. That's all I cared about. You're no Yannick, all right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well. The best thing, I'm actually happy that Yannick is in the band because I got to see him fall off the stage. Not personally, but it's on video on YouTube. (laughs) That is pretty cool. Yannick's fun. Poor Yannick. I like when Rock starts to fall off the stage. (laughs) (laughs) Those videos are great. Anytime he takes an Adrian Smith solo, I just cry on the inside Uh, and on the outside. (laughs) That's not very nice. Can't stand Yannick. (laughs) All right. If Solaco could do a split with any other band. Who would it be? Mm. Any. Mm. Human remains. Can you imagine that? <laughs> they come back. That would yeah. be awesome. Oh, uh, die choking would be cool. I would um, say, yeah, die choking would be a great one yeah. because they're current yeah. <laughs> and we love them. Yeah. Um, if we wanted to have Witty involved, of course, with Johnny and the River Black and yeah, and that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, I know those guys, I don't know how much they do anything. I don't think they really do anything. <laughs> but uh, Even though the styles don't match, I like a gorophobic nosebleed a lot. I yeah. Think be fun. I don't think it needs to match. No, True. not, not True. really. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to remember the name of the band I'm thinking of, and I... It's killing like, me right now. Sarah oh, McLaughlin. I thought you checked out again already. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Fuck this, I'm out of here. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Man, you guys are boring. So much terrible crap on my phone. Um, yeah, I can't remember. Criff, what's the most trouble you've ever been in? Ooh, sweet Jesus. Oh, man. Criff don't get in trouble. Look at him. Got the biggest smile there is. <laughs> well, Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did get... I don't even know if I should say this. Yeah, because I got a feeling I don't know. <laughs> um, I think I was 18 and I got a DWI. Oh, I don't know that if I knew that. Sucked. Yeah. So it was like, I, I was always a good kid. You know, I had... My my older brothers are always getting in trouble, and you know, and and all my friends were troublemakers, and I was always the one that like, like, dude, we're gonna go jump off the Irondequoit Bridge. <laughs> Come on, what are you? Why aren't you coming? And I'd be like, no, I'm not doing that. That's stupid. <laughs> You're gonna die. Yeah, but I did manage to get a a, a Dewey, and uh, yeah, that was probably the most I've been in trouble because I was jail and car impounded and. Mm. It's a good staff revelation. Oh, man. <laughs> it was the worst. So I did, too, if that makes you feel better. Yeah. I was 19. Yeah, it was the worst, wasn't it? Yes. Man, it's nothing worse than that. It was it was pretty pretty bad time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I, don't, I still think I was fine, but I had, <laughs> my muffler was way too loud. And, <laughs> you know, and then being underage, they really yeah. hit you. Oh, yes. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, they don't like that. But, yeah, since then. 
No, not really. Not too much trouble. I'm, I'm pretty lame. So, Eric, you have a rap sheet of bands behind you. I'm a horror. But Salako, I try and jerk off as many dudes as I can. <laughs> <laughs> Skiing. Salako seems to stand out to you, like special place in your heart. Yes. Why do you think that is? Well, a big part of it is because I've been in love with Criff even before he was in the band. I used to sit behind him when he played in Within. And uh, I love you. Uh, there's a couple times I sat behind him. Uh, there's one house party that th- they played in Greece. Uh, who fucking knows when it was? And uh, I just always remember Griff as being one of the best drummers around. And uh, at the time, uh, Timmy Young was here. Braun was here. Like there was like this awesomeness of drummers that were here dave call ross call ross was here and it was like it was just intense and uh i always loved chris style and uh uh, you know when salago started we tried out a few different drummers uh uh ozzy who was drumming and pigmaster i jammed with him one day and uh, uh you know it didn't didn't go anywhere and then i jam with uh jim callahan one time who plays drums in moment of truth and uh everyone's got different styles and then we jammed with andrew Verstraight, who uh was in big hair and uh, uh i think that's who we were with before we were with criff we actually had two songs that were from the first ep that andrew learned and he is an amazing drummer and played them awesome uh but there was just something missing there was just an aggressiveness i didn't want it to i wanted it to be a little i wanted it to be more brutal than lethargy was lethargy was a lot of a noodling and then rocking and uh i wanted it to be heavier uh i really love chris's style because he had great double bass his feet are fucking great and uh I really wanted that kind of heaviness brought on to my my riffing, you know, and um, uh, but he was in Within for a while, and uh, I was a little worried about asking him to play because I know that he's he's tight with his Within guys, and uh, um, uh, but we did anyway, and it and it worked out, and in. And we did that first demo thing, and it was amazing. And uh, uh, and then look at this guy. I mean, we all love him anyway. Yes. Uh, there's no way not to. So it's like You're I just feel blush. we all feel fortunate just having him around us as a person. So Thanks, like man. that is um, uh, not many people are like that. So it's uh, uh, so it's very special. Like if he ever said that he wanted to leave the band, I'm pretty sure I would cut his brake lines and uh, <laughs> make sure that he couldn't leave. Cut his calves. Go, I cut his calves. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I don't think those things can be cut. <laughs> He's a fucking machine. But uh, thanks, man. Yeah, our our all of our relationship with Chris is very special, and um, and and it means a lot. And then it comes through in our music as well because when we have band practice. Uh, half the time we're at practice, we're yucking it up with each other because we love being around each other. And uh, uh, and then when we get to eventually turn our amps on and fucking make some noise, 
the noise we make is is just as special. So it's it's uh, uh, sometimes it feels like the music is secondary. It it really is. <laughs> it's a it's a total bro down, and that's yeah. almost how I feel like anything I do now needs to be. You know, like yeah, uh, um, the new stuff that I'm doing with Adam. You know, it's like it's got to be a bro down. You know, and. And uh, with blurring, we've been trying to make it a bro down for a while, you know, and, and uh, uh, it's but but that's what it's about. You know, you're going to hang out with your kid, with your friends like you, when you were a kid, you know. Yep. And that's and I like having that feeling still because mm-hmm. that's it's it's I don't know. It's special to me. Yeah, yeah. I think the the last year it was just therapy, you know, with like, oh, God, yeah. during when COVID, I mean, it was COVID like, first hit, we didn't play a note for almost yeah, two months. So we would just like, come and talk. We would meet up like, and just talk. Kinda, yeah. Kind of needed the, we'd outlet. sit in our corners. And yeah. of course we had yeah. to relearn all the songs again. Yeah. Yeah. We, forgot we had to yeah. relearn, totally. <laughs> yeah. but it was, it was, it was, yeah. yeah. We kind of went in our corners and we fucking talked and, yeah, there was a couple times. I don't even think we flipped the standbys. I think we just fucking sat there and we're like, just talk. Well, it's fucking eight fifteen, and we started jam at six, and but it was you know, but you go home and you feel great, yeah. And like that alone, right there, is is fucking that's it, man. You know, yeah. it's about it's it's not. Yeah, we know. we took four months off when COVID got really bad, yeah, and it was really really tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel it was the right thing to do, but it was it was tough for everybody. Yeah, mentally, it was yes. just. Yeah, we need each other. <laughs> we need each other. Yeah. You don't know it until you know it. Yep. Yep. And now you know it. <laughs> I think your unity and connection really does come through in the music. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And this thing, like, we love it. And I think that sometimes it, it might come across a little weird, you know, because we're a little too happy. <laughs> I yeah. think, you know, uh, I think it's great. But if you see, you know, but we're not. You know, I'm I'm I'm, compa- I'm, com- no I'm comparing. Thing. Yeah, no, yeah. There's you no know, grimacing like, in front of a brick wall. Yeah, it's, yeah you know, yeah. we're not gri- Yeah, we're not grimaced. Yeah, if any of us like started, all right, you guys ready to rock? Like, <laughs> ready would, to eat the, the rest of us Rochester. would just be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna work. Yeah, uh, it'd be so funny. <laughs> yeah, we're not brutal at all. We're not brutal. Well, but you are brutal. <laughs> well. That's the beauty of it. That's right? the beauty of it. <laughs> we try and mixture. have a subtle, a yeah. subtle brutalness that's uh, underneath, yeah. and and we're a bunch of cupcakes on top. Yeah. You know, that's a great <laughs> combination. I, mean, I I love smashing. You know, it's yeah. like when just the riff is super heavy, and I want to kill everything, but I want to do it with a smile. Like I want <laughs> everything to die. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. But I'm so happy about it. It's just like a weird. Feeling. I know when you look at our live photos, like half the time we're like yeah. fucking smiling at each other yeah. or something. Yeah. And people are like, "What are they?" Do-? You know, they're probably like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> These guys aren't brutal, but they're confused. They don't even understand. You know, <laughs> they should be grimacing <laughs> every so often. <laughs> Uh, so, Brian, I have a question for you. This is a listener question, mm-hmm. not from me. You okay? okay. Um, Uh-oh. You must decide the fate of Werner Herzog and David Gilmore. Who <laughs> lives and who dies? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. That listener is a motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck that listener. <laughs> you can't kill Dave. Yeah, Dave's living. Yeah. <laughs> imagine if if i heard him say he was gonna kill Dave. Werner has profited off a documentary where a dude dies from a bear so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's i like your reasoning <laughs> all right 
<laughs> he was mauled from. I can't even do a Werner accent. <laughs> I tried and failed immediately, so I gave up. Keep going. No. <laughs> who? I was trying to think of who. Oh, it was Jesse Vile that did that really good Werner. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun. Um, Jay. Yes. Do married people really live longer than single people, or does it just seem longer? I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think sweet. The, the, the time so moves long. slower, but happily married people probably live longer <laughs> in this wretched length of time. <laughs> That's a safe answer. Yeah. Yes, it is. Because I know that my wife <laughs> is. <laughs> Hello, too. I think you should go to Eric next. Yeah? Yeah. All right, Eric. We have a listener question for you. Uh, a few. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm just going to start with this one. Uh, has Eric ever received an ice cream paint job? Sounds hot, whatever it is. It's, it's not very hot. I got to Google that. Ice cream paint job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please Google it. Yeah. Can I Google it first? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even know what the fuck yeah. that is. I'm Ice a, cream paint job. I'm going to Google it. You I'm Google it. When I lived in the park area for a few years, this one time I saw Eric walking down the street alone, just smiling, eating an ice cream cone by himself. And it was one of the best moments of my life. It was like, that's the fucking guy from Lethargy just eating an ice cream cone. I do get I do get excited over food often. And you will see that. That's fine. Oh, my I, I God. You have to read it. <laughs> the internet's oh gross. Okay. Yeah. I, I think Eric's into this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, what is it called? An ice cream frenzy? Ice, ice cream, cream paint job. job. Oh. Frenzy. All right. It's, um, it's when you leave it clean on the outside, bro, but you, you, you leave it on the inside. Yeah. Dropping loads. Yeah. And they clean out. So it's dropping loads. Yeah. Yeah. Inside. Yes, inside. Do I like that? Yeah. Do I like coming inside of a woman? No, no. But then you got to clean it up, I think. No, I think this listener was asking if you've received that. If someone right. came inside of me? Right? It's right. Motherfucker. <laughs> right. <laughs> fucking nerve of this fucking asshole asking this question. Who is that, Lon? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, listener. No one has left their fucking seed in me. How dare they ask How this? dare? Thank you I'm for the of, backup, Ken. I'm kind of ashamed for even asking this. You know what? I'm <laughs> glad you, that you asked, you but I'm glad you're number, doubly though? ashamed. <laughs> What'd you say, Chris? Did you get that guy's number? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> wrong. Oh, he asked the wrong person. <laughs> That's great. Son of a bitch. You son of a bitch, listener. <laughs> Thank you. Chris. Yes. Who would you rather camp with? Davy Crockett or Daniel Boone? Oh. Uh, I don't know either of those um, guys. And, and why do you camp? <laughs> Why don't you go to that one? <laughs> I fuck those. I two. camp because of Davy Crockett. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love camping because uh, it was something I did as a kid with my family. Lots of good memories with a pop-up camper. So now I have a pop-up camper, and I've got three boys of my own to drag along when, even when they don't want to come. 
and uh, it's just fun to get away, really. So it's so much work. It is. It's a lot of work. There's no showers. Well, and there's no showers. <laughs> yeah, there are showers. They're um, not good showers. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> sometimes you gotta like pay a quarter for like five minutes. No, whatever. we need good water pressure. We need like oh, Kramer fucking yeah. elephant water pressure. Yeah. Sometimes we just go into a creek or do a oh pond or whatever. <laughs> Sounds like hell on earth. Yeah. <laughs> there's bugs. Lots of bugs. But you have fun. That's, that's the only thing important. I don't like yeah, is bugs. I have a yeah, I don't like bugs. Because mosquitoes eat yeah. eat me up. And it's like like when you're in a pop up, it's like if you get you get them trapped in there all the time. Oh, and then the, and yeah. then they're just on your face the entire night. That's yeah, cool. Oh, you know, when you God. wake up, and sucking every ounce of blood yeah. out of your face. And they you got see this big and they're sack. So, they're so fat in the morning. They can't even fly, and you smash them, and it's like it's all you. It's like hairy, <laughs> you know, it's just you're covered in blood. And, yeah, Fun fact: like, I've never gotten bit by a mosquito. Really? What? Fuck out of here. If they do bite me, I have zero. Brian is no blood. I want Brian. <laughs> yeah, I have no. I'm convinced. I'm a Dracul. Brian Dracul. Dracul. Oh, I get I get eaten alive. Love me, me too. Me too. They land on me. One of yeah, these tattoos are a bunch of scars. Fuck them off. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to. Just I, I had, yeah, they look like cigarette burns all over me. Yeah. Yep, I got that too. Man, yeah, brutal. It was gnarly. Yep. Shitty ass bugs. Fuck you, Jesus. Hate it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so Jay, you mentioned Maryland Death Fest. Yes. Being a big highlight, right? Yes. Um, do you have, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a live performance, do you, but do you have a experience or moment that stands out? Yeah. So I had a great time. I saw Richard Johnson from Agoraphobic Nosebleed there, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I get still kind of nervous before shows, not like nervous, like, like an excited nervous. I'm very excited to, to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm walking around and I'm having a good time, just, you know, kind of my heart's beating a thousand miles a minute. We get off stage and I felt really good about the performance. Listening back, it's not my greatest vocal performance in my opinion, but um, I had a great time doing it and I, and I thought I nailed the songs. And I get off stage and this guy, as I'm walking away, goes, uh, hey man, really great job, man. Like, you just blew my mind, man. Like, I saw you walking around, I'm like, who's this fucking creep? But then I I heard you sing and I'm just like wow I'm like, thank you like, so apparently when I'm walking around and people don't know who I am or if I'm in the band or not people just assume I'm quote unquote a fucking jerk so that's that's comforting cool in some vibe Jay cool yeah. vibe <laughs> that's a comforting you know you thing to, like, to know <laughs> do we edit that or no? <laughs> Again, it's in quotation marks. I don't use that word to describe it. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he was describing something. Yeah. Right. Someone was telling me that I look like that. So, mm. you know. So that guy's <laughs> offensive. So that guy's a douche. Very but, much so. Not us. But in the same, you know, breath, he, he did say that, you know, he was very pleased with my performance. So thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry I disappointed you with my general appearance, but I'm glad that I impressed you with my vocals. <laughs> <laughs> So, a side note to that, um, we have a new game that we installed in the bathroom with some, with a hole saw. <laughs> awesome. So, go, if, if you, and I, uh, <laughs> you and I want to take a break real yeah. quick, I bet you I win. All right. <laughs> hey, now. I don't even know where to take that. <laughs> Perfect. Stumped. <laughs> now that there's this awkward Put silence. Put crickets in here. 
Ah, that's okay. They can edit. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's awkward. All right. What is something everyone looks stupid doing? Probably having sex. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My number one thing is like, duck lips. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't even do it and look cute. Is that a thing? No, it isn't. No, no one looks cute when they do it. It's not a fucking. Yeah, they're not cute at all. That's the that's the best part. It's like they. Uh, I feel like a fucking. I'm not even. No. No. I'm not even saying. I'm shutting myself down. I got I got plenty of drum faces that are like, what is going on? Actually, now that you put it like that, yeah, yeah. we have our own faces. Yeah. That are bad. Yeah. yeah. Because Aaron told me about some face I make when I'm working on something. And I'm like, huh? She's like, yeah, you were doing it when you were recording that riff the other day. And, I lo- <laughs> and I'm usually looking at the neck on my guitar when I'm reviewing videos on my phone. <laughs> and I'm looking at my kinda- face and my mouth's going... Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a duck lips thing. It's almost ducking. Yeah, ducking. Whatever. <laughs> I was concentrating. I have on. this scowl. I guess people have told me when I'm not having a good time, and I just I'm scowling, and it's on my face, and it it's just noticeable. I guess. So if you ever see me, just kind of just like. He's he's grim. I'm 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 not having a good time. <laughs> there, there's like a, a Tumblr page or something of uh, professional divers, and like the faces they're making when they're <laughs> doing the, the moves, you know, all their, their little tumbles and stuff. It, it, it's hilarious because the wind's coming in their face too, and they're making like and they're putting all their concentration. Face. It, they look completely ridiculous, like midair. It's hilarious. All right, what else you got over there? Um, okay, I got one for Eric. It's 1990. Rat has just released the Detonator album. One of your heroes, Warren Demartini, gives you a call and says, Robin's gone bonkers. He's fucking out of the band. <laughs> Wasn't he dead then? <laughs> no, not yet. I think so. Are you willing to join the band and go on tour with us? Yeah, your, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would definitely. Warren it was, it was one of my first heroes, nice. of course. Yeah, yeah, that's without a doubt. I am not a fan of that stuff either, but uh, uh, but at the same time, I'm not familiar with all of it. I've only heard a little little bits of the later some stuff. stuff around that, yeah. yeah. But I would have to do it at least once only for the fact just so I could bro down with Warren. Mm-hmm. And make sure that uh, I can be his friend. Yeah, <laughs> that was <laughs> that was my my first concert was Rat for the Reach for the Sky tour. Oh yeah, my my brothers dragged their little brother to it. That's That's sick. Great. I saw him on Invasion of Your Privacy, mm-hmm. and that was. Lay it down is one of my go to riffs. Like if I it's, pick up a guitar, it's it's that's one of the best riff, riffs yeah. ever. Dang. The yeah. opening riff. Lay it it's, down. It's You're a in fun love. riff. It's a good stretch in there, and yeah. it's uh, oh. it's such a cool riff. The tone is great. Everything is great on that. Yeah. Great record. Charvels. My first concert was Manowar. I try to say that on every podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I think Eric's heard it several times. Blow your speakers. (laughs) Delete. On rock and roll. Eric told us about Manowarriors before. Remember that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) When you go to work, brother, you you put on your black t-shirt. You put on your man of war shirt. You tell him you're a man of warrior. He's got a fucking loincloth on. <laughs> you're like, God, I think I'm going gay watching this guy. Because those guys are hot. 
I wanted to wear only a loincloth in Sulaco, but that was actually one of Brian's first things. You're not taking yeah. your clothes off. You're not off. taking your shirt off. Yeah. I think I remember hearing that yeah. early on, and I was like, what is he even talking Jay about? Jay used to play <laughs> drums in this band called Supper Time. He'd literally come up with the, I don't know if it was his underwear or the shortest shorts ever made. I've before you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And Brian, <laughs> Brian said that that's a deal breaker. You can't, you can't do Brian it. Brian would shut that shit down right away. <laughs> well, you know, we don't really promote male nudity in our <laughs> band. So, I mean, you know, it's fun to see for a second. But, uh, yeah, I, I hate that you if guys it's Ken, make me yeah. put my clothes on. <laughs> well, what did you say? I hate <laughs> that you guys make me put my clothes on. <laughs> I feel yeah, when natural. Chris isn't around the band, him and Tina are, are lollygagging around different <laughs> camping grounds, and Criff is usually nude. This is not. So this is not with the kids. This is not with the kids. <laughs> when it's just him and his him and his lady. Yeah, no, it's only happened a couple times. Well, I saw one photograph. Yeah, where Criff is off looking up into a tree, <laughs> barebacked. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was actually a, not, not it was a quite a beautiful picture. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of people know us, but I look really good from behind. You looked really good. I, yeah, I got. That's when I, I turn I, around. That's when it's trouble. Well, uh, you know, yeah, I mean. it was. Um, we were we were at. Um, <laughs> um, what was it? It was a, a turkey hunting cabin. <laughs> so, so it was a it was an Airbnb, and it was out near Bemis Point, and it was out in the middle of the woods. And it's basically this this um, big cabin where all these dudes get together in the winter. Sounds and, weird. And they all sleep. They all sleep together up in the nude. All of a sudden, <laughs> I know. Where's this story going? So there's all these beds up on this loft, and they're like kind of right next to each other. And I'm like, this is so strange. Like dudes go and they sleep up in the loft together. And then they go and shoot turkeys, and then come home, and and like we found in this this one cabinet, there was um, a bunch of like um, turkey hunting videos and stuff, and it was like, is this like turkey hunting porn? That's, <laughs> that's kind of weird, yeah. But yeah, we were so. in the middle of nowhere, and I don't know why, but I took my clothes off and ran out into the field, and then she was <laughs> taking pictures, laughing her ass off. So. <laughs> So, yeah. Sometimes nudity needs to happen. Yeah. I try to embarrass Tina, but it's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he goes again. Look at him with his dick out. <laughs> I can see her. That's awesome. Brian, who is the most likely here besides yourself to enjoy the greasy strangler? Jay. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Do I got to Google this too? Yes. I will. I will. Have it is one it. of the Stranger movies yes. that I have okay, seen. Okay, yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> it was funny. It was terrible in a yeah, great way. Yeah, it's horrific. <laughs> Can you stream that? Is it streaming? It was on, I think, Amazon for a while. It might still be on Amazon. A lot of my best moments have been with people, you know, like watching just bizarre shit. And uh, yeah, so I'm interested in this. So. I saw a movie called Fishing with Gandhi. If you haven't seen it, you know, check it out. I don't know. Well, the Greasy Strangler, the title, is what it is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. With amazing fashion sense. Yeah. And uh, so yeah. the the main actor in that, Michael St. Michael's. We, yeah. We were trying to hunt him down to get him on the show, but <laughs> no luck. He does like metal, though. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, really? And he used to be a, a hairstylist, apparently. Yeah, he was a hairstylist for somebody um, like some famous, and I can't remember who it was. Yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, that movie. <laughs> you, I think you recommended it to me, yeah. and I'm like, I'm watching it, and I'm just like, I'm this, this is the weirdest freaking movie, and yeah. I love every second of it, and I hate it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Who is most likely to talk their way out of a traffic ticket? Probably me. Yeah. I think Jay. I would just tell him to give it to me so I could leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good for you. You got me. I'll get it reduced. I'll deal with it later. Yeah. Yeah. I won't I won't pay it and I'll let it triple. <laughs> I got pulled over by a, a female sheriff and she was really pretty. Hey no. And she came to the um I was pulling the camper. I know I'm camping again. But I'm pulling the camper. Were you and naked? Yeah, I, I, I guess you can't do that around here. You can't drive know. nude? No, I guess not. That's bullshit. It I didn't is. see that in the book. Well, I think it's only if you're towing, towing something, you can't be naked. I can't even believe but, that. But um, we talked about like places that she's camped, and, and I was really like laying on the charm, and I thought, this is really going well. And then she's like, hold tight, comes back, and gives me the ticket. <laughs> Man, I thought we had a connection. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit. I had one experience getting pulled over with a cop. It was a trooper. And when she got out of the car, she looked like a model. And I was looking in the mirror going, what the fuck is walking up to my car? (laughs) Hello. Hello. Take my last. Somebody somebody hired a stripper. Yeah. 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 I heard you've been a bad boy. (laughs) Oh, the movie that was going on was, yeah, it was was a wonderful thing. But I was just like, just give me a ticket. Let me get the fuck out of here. Jeez. Did she bring a pizza to the window for some reason? I wish. Are we good? Are we good? I think we're good. Well, I think we're good. We do have I to end. But, but we do need to ask one more question. Well, what's your question? My question is, oh, what is next for Salako? Is there anything on the horizon? We can record in our room now, so we <laughs> want to do more of that. Hopefully that <laughs> hopefully that works, yeah. Brian so it's not, you know, a new awesome. album every 4 or 5 years or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we've been writing. Well, we've been yeah, we've been trying to get into a new groove of uh we have a recording set up in our jam room now and we're in the process of experimenting to see if uh the sounds we we're getting will work. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, 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 we got some new stuff that's slowly but surely happening, and uh, and it's sounding really good. Just finished up a new song that Brian wrote, and it's fucking killer. That's yeah, no, awesome. And uh, um, uh, our process is always a little bit slow, but uh, but it's happening, and and uh, we're pumped. Indeed. Just looking to play now, you know? I mean, actually, having the lulling gigs and having our release come out actually kind of helps us mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah, yeah. we don't release things very quickly. So it's like <laughs> we had this shit recorded and then AIDS hit and then it was already done. So it was like it, it actually technically helped us a little bit because now the stuff's out and we have physical copies and mm-hmm. now we're able to gig and support it. So so that's kind of cool. 
That's awesome. Yeah. And, and we're pumped we... for it. It's only four tunes, but, you know, yep. but we like them. No, I think, I think that there, there's some definite, uh, as far as live music goes, I think there's some good tunes on there that'll translate well live. Yeah. I think the next release will be different than this one. Run into people in the yeah. crowd. So. <laughs> Indeed. So everyone knows you guys have the show June 19th at Photo City. Fuck yeah, June right. 19th. Yeah. Get your ass out there. Bring your mom. Yeah. <laughs> this wonderful group, Grim Dystopian, put it on. and uh, Yeah, they got, they got other bands. Vald Hexen and no Wald Hexen as a W. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's Vald, bro. I'll ask Scott. I jam with Scott and Blurring. Those okay? guys are those guys are Valding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're Valding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're Valding. Yeah. 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 yeah, you have yeah. no hair. Are you Valding your hair? No, it's just thin. It's thin. Yeah. It's not Valding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Hexing you. <laughs> what about the anthropic? Are they walling? Yeah. Coming out yeah. anthropic. Anthropic Our is walling. anthropic. Yeah. Everyone is balding. I can't stop balding. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, who wants to miss us on June 19th? Right? Yeah, it's going to be a fun show. We cannot fucking wait. You have, z- you have no idea. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Same here. It's going to be so fun. Yes. Yes. And you. you guys are going to have merch, yes. new oh, albums. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, Virgil. Yes. Thank you, Virgil. Industry hooked us up. Yeah, we got vinyls and yep. tapes. Yep. Yo, we got vinyls and, and tapes and CDs discs. and some shirts and some shits and some... Whoa. Some stackers. New yeah. stickers. Yeah. yeah, we got some stickers. Yeah. Woot. Got, got some stuffs. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be fun. G-strings. I can't wait for the party. <laughs> oh, shit. Trying to figure out a good after party, too. Yes. Because, I mean, we're still trying to keep to the schedule. Yeah. So we can fucking get out of there and after party. For yep. an hour. Practice spot. And then we all have to go home and go to bed. That's yeah. right. Oh, yeah, I'm, no. I'm sleeping where after party. This, this after party probably ends at 11, right? No, after party. Jay. Oh. Oh. It's going to be at your bedroom, Jay. That's fine. That way you can go. It's fine. Yeah. That way you'll be there. Well, after party at the jam spot when we unload. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are fridges full of beer. That's, That's the way true. to do it. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Who did that? <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we love you guys. Yeah, we well, love thank you. Guys. you guys. Thank you very much. And three and two and one. <laughs> that was awesome. That was. We are totally looking forward to the 19th. We are. We hope we see everyone there. We are going to end episode 112 with Salako's full tomb. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And don't be a... (laughs)